310 days in Ann Arbor, Michigan on the football field. We don't want to coach average. Why don't we be around you? Why be around average? We do want to win because winning is the epitome of team effort. Every coach who ever put a whistle around their neck strives to be the head coach at The Ohio State University. All right, welcome to a special edition of the Buckeye Bar Guys. I'm Mike. I'm John. Um, just wanted to do a quick little show. Uh, yes, today is uh, Sunday. Uh, yesterday was uh, the 19th, of Saturday the 19th, and we got the schedule released. So uh, just wanted to – it was a during Big, Ten, Big Ten noon or Big Noon kickoff on uh, Fox. So we just wanted to do a quick uh, breakdown of the schedule. Um, so you ready to go, John? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So we open up on October 24th at home against Nebraska. How do you feel about that? It's a nice little Nebraska kickoff. Sorry, I just got in for mowing. So if I'm a little sweaty or anything, I apologize. Um, Nebraska, I feel good about. I mean, that's I'm not overlooking them. I'm seeing a lot of, you know, sorry, you're our best friends now. Sorry for what we got to do to you. Everyone's got to remember, this is still going to be our first game. So I'm a little, you know, I'm not saying I'm concerned about it or anything, but there's no guarantee that we're just going to walk all over these guys. There's still going to be stuff that we're going to have to figure out. There's going to be execution issues. There's always execution issues with the first game. So it's hard getting a quality opponent, number one, because um, we've seen that before when we've opened seasons against, you know, better competition that we've struggled at different parts of the game. I mean, even that 2015 Virginia Tech game, if you remember, they ended up getting the lead at some point. So yeah. It's it's not a guarantee that it's going to be, you know, we, we crush this team, but it should be a good game. They've had good um, recruiting classes. Not great. They haven't been Ohio State recruiting classes. No one in the Big Ten has had Ohio State recruiting classes, but they've had good recruiting classes over the last couple of years. So I'm expecting a good game. You know, those guys, they did not fight for a season just to lay down and get killed week one. So they're going to be absolutely fighting their hearts out to, you know, get that upset. Yeah. Um, actually, I like, uh, the start, um, it'd be a good, uh, kind of, a a good challenge game to open up the year because, and then that way the, at least it's going to keep them the first two weeks. It's going to keep their, their, uh, you know, focus getting ready to come up. Cause you, right. you don't have any, uh, they're neither one of them are off weeks. So, I mean, it's not like starting again. If it was starting against Rutgers and then maybe you're playing a Nebraska week too, I'd get a little nervous cause you know that uh, they're maybe not taking the same type of focus to start the season as they should be, but they are definitely going to be focused. Um, Ryan Day actually said the other day it was one of the best practices he's seen in the last 10 to 20 years right. uh, on their Friday practice. Uh, so they're pumped to get back. And you know Nebraska's going to be super motivated. I mean, everybody's – I mean, the national media is still cutting on them about how, okay, they get the – they get their football back, so they get to go get beat up by Ohio State, and uh, the Big Ten did no favors to them. Uh, no, not at all. Start the year. I mean, they got Ohio State, Wisconsin, and uh, Penn State either the first three weeks or the first three out of the four weeks. Uh, so it's not going to be a, a picnic for them to start. Right, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm scared of Nebraska. I'm just saying that they pose a threat to our team or, you know, that – they're going to come in ready and there's going to be some of those opening day hiccups and they're probably going to have some too. 
you know, every team does on that first week. So they're going to have some execution issues also, but I have no, no doubt that Ohio state's coming into this game ready. There's not going to be like their lack, you know, any lack of preparedness, Ohio state's they're entering the season to win the title. Like they, I truly believe that team is lasered focused, eyes on the prize, ready to go. Yeah. That's how I feel. Um, all right, so that takes us into week two, which will be October 31st. Um, we're at Happy Valley, uh, a whiteout-less crowd, because uh, there will be no fans in the stand. Um, so Penn State, week two, on the road. Thoughts? Toughest game I think we'll have. I think this game already will decide your um, your East champion. I, I truly do, and I don't, I don't want to, like, disrespect you know the ups up north teams but i truly believe this is your big 10 east representative is who wins this game so um a lot of a lot on the line early in the season absolutely uh even if ohio state were to lose to penn state though i would see penn state as the team that could still drop two more games and ohio state wouldn't drop anymore so i'm not necessarily saying that you know, this would be it anyways, because I don't think Penn State's going to go unblemished, which Ohio State, I think, easily could. Um, thoughts on the game itself. Sorry, I'm not going off, but thoughts on the game itself. I think Ohio State wins. I think we're the better team than Penn State. I think Penn State's greatest advantage is their home field. I think that's what a lot of teams have. And the home field's not going to be home field this year. And I think a lot of people don't remember that or don't think about that. That like, Oh, you know, Penn State going there the second week, that's going to be tough a week two game. I don't think, I don't know how rowdy the Penn state parents get. So I'm not sure how rowdy the football parents get. I'm sure they're going to want their kids to do well. I'm sure they're going to be excited when they make big plays. Um, Still seems like it's going to be, you know, Micah Parsons less for Penn state. So if they don't have that guy there, you know, that's, that guy gives us problems. So that's a huge miss for them that if they won't have him, and like I said, I could see this as maybe being the representative of the Big Ten. He's already in week two, though, whoever wins that game. Yeah, I definitely see that, too. Um, I think it's a big game for both of them to start off the year. I mean, you, neither one of them, and there's still going to be some sloppiness probably in there, so it's still going to affect both of them at the same time. Um, but the kind of good, for on both sides of it, it's good to have a game that early like that. So you know you're going to be focused going in do the early part of the season um you know i mean yeah. the next stri- the next stretch of the schedule is kind of the laughers so i, I mean that's uh, um I, I actually like starting off the season with nebraska and penn state back to back and then doing the laughing games and then doing the you know finishing up with what we finish up with um penn state right. i mean penn, state, penn state's always a unique challenge i mean yesterday uh james franklin was on uh big noon with on Fox and, you know, they were joking around that urban gave him some of them because he has some gray hairs in his chin that uh, urban gave him some of those gray hairs. And uh, or he, that's what he said. He's like, cause they were saying, Oh, you have some gray hair now. And he's like, urban gave me some of those gray hairs. And then urban's like, well, you gave me some of my gray hairs. So. Like, oh yeah. There's those two games. I'll, I'll never forget 17 and 18. Both came down to the wire and, uh, James Franklin, I mean, he definitely had some uh, clock management issues in both of those. So I could definitely see how they both gave each other quite a few gray hairs because Ohio and State then, won those games. Ohio State had no business winning either one of them, though. And, you know, last year's game, I they, uh, I mean, outside of playing in the, 
the the Big Ten title and then in the you know playing Clemson in the national in the national semis that you know that was the hardest game on the schedule was Penn State and you know Ohio State jumped up on them and Penn State fought back and that became more of a slugfest game as that game went on. I mean Ohio State definitely has the better talent on the field, but Penn State has got talent and you know they James Franklin like recruits at just a little bit of a step below. As yeah. Ohio State's recruiting ad. So, I mean, they got legitimate talent in Happy Valley. So, I mean, it's going to be sure. a game. Yeah, they they always have a pretty decent stable of running backs, too. So, I'm not, you know, seeing that changing at all this year. I know they, they had a good haul last year. I think they were all young guys, too. So, that's definitely going to be something scary. I'm always confident in Ohio State's run defense, though. I think that's where Penn State, you know, would have their advantage against most teams. And that's just usually something that Ohio State isn't ever at a disadvantage of is, you know, in the run game. So, usually Ohio State's run defense can stop great runners. We've seen it time in, time out, whether it be against Penn State running backs, whether it be against Wisconsin running backs. So I have nothing but, you know, faith that Ohio State can do it again. But I know they're super talented in the in that um, the backfield for Penn State. Yeah. yeah. All right. So then we move into the month of November. Um, and like I said, this stretch is kind of a kind of a joke stretch for us. Uh, Ohio State should easily be favored in every one of these games by double digits. Um First one, November 7th, against the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey. How do you feel? So, before, this is a home game, home I, game, just so everybody knows. I don't think I really got to say what I feel about this game. I think, I mean, everyone feels the same way about this game. So, I was out mowing, though, and I had an interesting thought about this one. And this might be completely bonkers. People might think I'm crazy. What... At this, I, and I know there's a lot of what ifs here when it comes to like the Heisman Trophy for Justin Fields, but what would you think, or what would be the downside to Justin Fields possibly not playing in this game? That you would go with one of your other guys? Just w- there is no sense in risking any sort of injury for a game you know you're going to win by 30 with your backups. So I was even thinking, you know, you're going against Greg Schiano. I know he doesn't have the personnel that he had at Ohio State or what, you know, what even what he had before at Rutgers. But maybe maybe now would be a good time to let Justin kind of sit there and break down what the defense is doing. Just take it in, see what, you know, what would he have done in situations. So I don't think you're in any fear of losing the game with a second string quarterback. So I don't know if I would even suit him up. I know that's people probably think that's crazy. I know he wants a Heisman, but honestly, I, I thought about that. Like why, why risk it? Cause you have so much on the line this year. Yeah. Um, I could, I mean, I get where you're coming at with that. I mean, I think he's playing because it's, it should be an easy stat game for him to at least get yeah. some stats in there. Now, I don't want him to – they start pulling away, which I expect early. I expect Justin Fields to be out of the game quick. I mean, these these four games here, these are like, hey, you Justin needs to be out of the game as quickly as the game's in hand because, right. I mean, you need to – you need to be – I mean, yeah, I want the kid to win the Heisman too, but you got to look at the big picture here. And, you know, I mean, he's got a – you know – yeah, and it, plus it helps, you know, both uh, Miller and Stroud that, you know, they, uh, this stretch here, they should get both to get working. And I mean, you know, we got to, that's kind of with the weirdness of always of college football that you, you got to always, you're always looking to win the game, 
but then you're also also looking to make sure that you're in your best position for the following season. So, I mean, if the games are in hand, you got to get your guys in, uh, you know, it takes, it takes hits off of Justin, gets them experience. So, um, I mean, I expect Justin Fields. I mean, realistically, if he doesn't have an opportunity to be out of there early in the second quarter almost, then maybe the game's a little closer. And they should be getting, wrong. And they should be at uh, – I mean, this, is, this isn't even a trap game. This is uh, – like, if this was, like, maybe another – if this was Indiana in this spot coming off of a Penn State, like, be like, eh, that maybe makes me a little nervous just because Indiana's given them some challenges in the past years. Yeah. Um, but this is Rutgers. This is they're gonna easily uh, they should easily dominate this game. And uh, I saw some I saw a couple a funny thing today on Twitter about the Rucker fa- Rutgers fans saying that how they they're projected they're going four five and three. Uh, they're gonna lose to Ohio State, but you know that is their new big one because uh, you know how bad Ohio State's talked down to them. <laughs> and, like, and so. In what universe does Rutgers win five Big Ten games? There are no, you know, FCF schools, no group yeah. of five schools in their schedule. So yeah. where they're gonna, I don't, where are they gonna get one Big Ten win? I don't know. I don't. Let alone the other four. I don't think they're gonna beat anybody. No, um, that, I think I don't know. Who, I don't know who who cro- yeah, I don't know who their crossovers are, but. They ain't beating anybody in the East. I can tell you that Maryland's a better team. Indiana's a better team than them, and they're not beating the the Big Four. And you know, they, and the, the this guy said they're going to take Penn State to overtime before losing to Penn State in overtime. I'm like, <laughs> they, they must know something about Penn State that I don't this year, because yeah, you know, I, there's parts of me that I'm scared Penn State's going to take us to overtime. But yeah, Rutgers, no, I, I, I just think it's Sunday drinking on whoever put that out there. So. Yeah. All right. So then we go to November fourteenth at Maryland. So uh, this will be this will be nothing like twenty eighteen at Maryland. We're yeah. gonna crush this team. I mean, Loxley's in there another year. He's had a couple good recruiting classes, decent recruiting classes. Is two his brother eligible? I wouldn't think he is, but I don't. I honestly don't know. I wouldn't think he is, but who knows? In COVID nineteen twenty twenty. Um. But I'm not really – I'm not scared of Maryland at all. I think – well, just like Rutgers, we're going to run them over. Yeah. Yeah, I expect this will be a closer to a 2019 version of this game than the 2018 version. I don't or think like 2017 or 16, you know, every other year besides 2018. Yeah. Um, I, I Again, it's – they're a step better than Rutgers. But, you know, last year – last year they got ran over. I mean – they, so I don't expect it to be any different. I think uh, Ohio State, the one thing I liked about last year's team, and I think they will take this into this year, it seemed like those uh, those way below, step below games that has been known to give them some heartburn in a couple of past years. I mean, those teams don't beat Ohio State. It's not like Iowa and Purdue. Um, but at times they give Ohio State games because Ohio State's just not paying that focus. The last year they were focused on all these teams. So yeah. like I, I don't think it's gonna be any different this year. It seems like they, they bring such a business mentality into it that we need to take care of business and you know Right. There's been I mean, last year you didn't see any letdown against worse 
opposition. Yeah. And yeah. like you said, you usually see something where they're just maybe not taking it that serious. But last year it was just, that was all business. And I expect to see, you know, nothing but the same this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. All right. So the 21st of November, we're home at Indiana or not at home at, against Indiana. Um, this is one of those teams that has at you know, different times have given us uh, some games over the last few years. Um, you know, they, they they have a good program. Ever since uh, Wilson was the coach there, you know, they've had a better football program than you're used to. Should still be an easy win, but just what you think. Michael Penix, if he's healthy, that um, that gives you a whole bunch of different problems. You know, that opens up a lot of different running, passing things that Indiana can do. So that definitely makes it more difficult. But I don't think he's enough for that, to, you know, tip in Indiana's balance or anything like that. I just think that they can play a competitive game. Ultimately though, they're going to lose by a couple scores because Ohio state's much better than they are everywhere else. And I mean, Justin Fields is better than Michael Penix anyways, but um, that, that would be a one that you got to stay, you know, again, as we said, they've been focused on everybody since Ryan Day has been there. So I don't see that changing, but as long as you keep your focus, you get in that game healthy. I think they're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, uh, Indiana, again, like you said, with Penix, um, you know, he, he could bring a, a, a challenge to them, but it would be a good challenge. It's the type of challenge you're not really – I don't know how much you're really seeing it anywhere else on the schedule. So, like, yeah. it would be a necessary challenge. Uh, you like to get quarterback – you like to play against quarterbacks like that um, just to see how, you know, your defense stacks up because it just adds a whole different uh, level to the game that uh, – it's hard, and as we know from years with Urban here, is that you can't prepare in Justin Fields now. I mean, you can't prepare for that athlete. It's, I mean, you could you could pretend like whoever is your on your scout team is that guy. It's just, he's not that guy. Right, they're not that guy exactly in real life. So um, that is will always be a challenge. Again, this is a, definitely a a better team than the previous two weeks. And, you know, Indiana has given us um, some problems. But like I said, I would have been a little bit more concerned if Indiana was right after Penn State. Um, now we got a couple weeks after Penn State. You're still got a couple weeks before the last two games. Um, so I don't think that they're going to be like just looking ahead anywhere or looking back or right. resting on their laurels. So that's I think they should pretty easily win this game. Yeah, there's not really much to be hung over from or to be looking ahead to. So I think it's something that, like you said, they should be able to, you know, mentally be just as checked in in that game as they will be physically. Yeah. All right. So then we go to the 28th of November and we are at Illinois. Uh, sometimes it <sighs> be a difficult spot to play for the Buckeyes. Uh, going all the way back to my memory of 02, uh, Champagne has sometimes been a little iffy, but we've always beat them in Champagne. <laughs> the only time that they've beat us in recent memory was in Columbus in 07. But uh, yeah. just your thoughts. Well, I would say um, I don't like going to Champagne. We've seen a lot of games that we've almost lost. Now, we've played there late in the season, though, so I'm not sure, you know, the week after Thanksgiving is going to be any worse conditions than we've ever played there, but you could see snow. You could see, you know, freezing rain. It's going to be cold there, most yeah. likely for our guys, so unless you get some unseasonable, you know, heat stroke that goes through Illinois that 
week. I just, it's going to be a rough one to play in. Um, I did do some scouting on Illinois, you know, a couple weeks back or now over a month back when that first schedule came out just to see what their strengths were. And uh, surprisingly, it seems like they, they have a really good offensive line under underrated under radar or fly under the radar. Um, so if they can get a run game going, that could be kind of scary, but I've just said, I really never doubt Ohio state in a run game situation. Uh, but then at the same and that same sentiment, Mike, I mean, Ohio state's lines are going to be better. So even if, even if Illinois has a good line that they're going to be able to run on Ohio state, Ohio state can turn around and do the same thing right back to them. It's just all about scoring points in that. I don't expect it to be a particularly close game, but it's always interesting, you know, playing somewhere that's going to be uh, more, you you know, the weather is going to be different. It's going to be a more dramatic um, weather in that game for Ohio state than what they would normally get in Columbus. Yeah, always. It always seems like whenever they go to Champaign, it's always heavy winds. They and get rain. a lot of wind, yeah. a lot of wind through Central Illinois. So that's always. I expect that because I've seen it more times than I've not seen it. So uh, I expect that you know when we're getting into the part of the season, the weather is going to matter. And this mm-hmm. is normally Michigan week, um, which we know. I mean, last year was freezing in Ann Arbor to play the Ohio State Michigan game. So you still got a you still got a couple more weeks now we're playing past this. So I mean, yeah, I definitely expect the weather's gonna play some sort of role. But again, I like where you you always are gonna as long as you have a coach that's smart, knows what he's doing, you've got a team that's motivated, weather is not gonna matter. It's still the even in bad weather games, as long as you're the motivated team, the team with the best athletes still win. It's Adds another uh, element to the game, but yeah. you know, Ohio State should have a running game that's going to be second to none, pretty much in the conference. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe with the comparison to Wisconsin, um, but I mean, and we, we don't we don't know that for sure though. It's a lot yeah, of improvements the, back there. Yeah, but with season, I, I like what we got coming back, and with the season starting later now, you know, Teague and Crowley sh- will be healthier than we, even what they were expected to be. So. I mean, we could have a full staple of the full, all four running backs now available. Mayan so, Mayan Williams too. That's yeah. He came yeah. In. So, all right. So yeah, Illinois. You know, they can always at different times give us tests, but you know, again. Um, I it today. Yeah. Uh, See now we're now we're into December on the week that we should be playing in any normal year. This would be the Big Ten championship. Uh, December 5th, uh, we go up to East Lansing to play uh, Sparty. Uh, your thoughts about that game? We've, uh, I mean, we've seen some games against in East Lansing, you know, late in the season. And we've seen some in Columbus, too, late in the season, right before Michigan, that the weather sucked. And this is going to be a couple of weeks after that. So it's going to be cold. It's probably going to be miserable. I mean, hopefully you get a dry day. But it's got it's not going to be a warm day. We know that. So yeah. um, it'll be rough. I don't think I think it works out in Michigan State's benefit to be later on against us because that gives them more time to gel as a team. But also at that point, they could be so far out of it. That team could have just given up on everything. Yeah. So gives Mel Tucker a lot more time to get this team together. So I'm not scared of them in any way, but it, it definitely is to their benefit getting us at the end of the season and not two hours. And actually, you know, I mean, 
I, probably Penn State's the game I'm most nervous about just because of, you know, there's more they're, they're more equal in talent than any other team within the conference. Um, but I think this is the next game I'm really worried about. I don't like playing Michigan State in front of Michigan. Um, I don't uh, – what you just said, if, if they were playing Michigan State in the Nebraska spot, I we boat race Michigan State. And oh, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not even close. Uh, Mel Tucker is so far behind the eight ball right now and getting his team prepared. It's not even funny. A lot of people actually said that that was actually the more of the reason why, you know, the athletic department was okay for them. Uh, voting the cancel they were they weren't ready to play they're not ready to play he was late coming in they had no spring practice you know they've had nothing um i have uh, just a crap ton of respect for mel tucker sure. i mean the dude is a great coach and he's a tough guy he creates tough teams this is not going to be at this point in the season you know if as long as he keeps them focused if they lose a few games early and what you said could happen that they could fall apart, you know, but if they don't fall apart, if, you know, they keep on gelling, keep on, I mean, this could be, this is actually could be a trap game and you know, that they uh, could, they could challenge Ohio state and they could have a, he's the type of coach within, he's the type of team that if you get into a bad weather game, that they could create the toughness that could really, stand up against Ohio State. I don't think they have the dogs to compete with Ohio State. Right. They're not going to have the depth, but, you know, it's an interesting spot. They don't have the horses to run with Ohio State for the whole game, so I'm not I'm not worried about that. I mean, to what you say, though, if you can muck it up like D'Antonio did for years and you get a bad weather game and they just make it sloppy, then, yeah, anything can happen, but, I mean, I what stands out to me is 2015 when, you know, it was a terrible weather game and Michigan state wins with that field goal at the end of the game. Cause we couldn't pull away. Well, if Ohio state, I mean, let's be honest, if Ohio state did what they did all year, if, if 2015 was strange, but if they handed the ball off to Zeke more in that game, they probably win. If they would have pulled yeah. JT at any point in that game, put Cardale in someone that could throw, you know, open that up a little bit. They probably win that game or Cardale could ran up the middle on Michigan state. So I'm not that game. That, that one always was a head scratcher to me. Why we never were like, okay, it's close. Let's just run it with Zeke the rest of this game. And I know he wasn't a hundred percent in there, but yeah, I just think it wasn't like it never got away from Ohio state. So I don't know why they, they got away from themselves in that game. And they would have just stuck to their guns, gave Zeke the ball, let him run 30, 40 times in that game. I think we would have beat Michigan state easily in 2015. Yeah. And we got a national title. I, I agree. I, I definitely agree. So play, uh, yeah, play that. within yourself. Don't let them muck it up and make you change who you are. And I think you would be fine even in East Lansing, but it's going to be cold. Yeah. All right, and then finally, finish the season, December 12th. I never played this late into a season before, and we're playing home against the team up north. Um, your thoughts about the game? Dead man walking, man. We are going to crush them like we always do. It's going to be a repeat of 2018 and 2019. We are just going to light that team up. So I think Michigan's going 4-4 four and four this year. Um, they lost a lot. They have They got a tough top end of their schedule so i think i could see them losing a couple of those first you know four games and then they're going to lose to us also so definitely you know i five and three i think it's the best that they can do 
Yeah. And I, I don't no, want to I... get too far ahead of us, too far ahead of myself with this prediction and everyone like make myself look stupid at the end of the year, but it doesn't sound like they're getting Nico Collins back. Now I know they're getting that the lineman, um, Jalen. I, I know he's, he's opting back in, but then they're replacing the rest of their line. So I don't, yeah, that was supposed to be their strong suit last year. I mean, they won't yeah. have that this year. Yeah. And J- no. who knows? Like is Joe Milton? I mean, with a whole new line in front of him, I understand like physically that guy is built like Cam Newton and you think he could do whatever, but is he even going to be there in that game? <laughs> I mean, you're going to have Wisconsin guys are going to just be teeing off on him probably. Yeah. And you know, they got to play, I believe they play Minnesota also. I mean, so they don't got a, when they do they get Penn pick- State? I, I th- it's somewhere in the middle. I want to say it's, um, um, I want to say it's either it's right at the, I think it's at the end of November. Yeah. I think there's a I think there's a couple games in between Penn State and Ohio State for them. Um, I want to say it's I think it's like week five or six. Um, uh, but um, they uh, yeah, I'll believe. Uh, you're going to hear the same stuff this year. This is the year Michigan's going to beat them. I mean, until I actually physically see it with my two own eyes, I'm never going to pick Ohio State to lose to Michigan. Like, no. you know, they – and I'm, I'm not, not going to – Not at any time in the near future. Like, I just think Ohio State's got their numbers so much that, you know – and there, I heard Bobby Carpenter explain something, and it was – I think it was last year. And he said there's, like, four aspects of the game. There's, you know, the team that just – you know, it gets developed, the, the recruiting aspect, the development aspect, um, just, you know, talent overall and like how much you really want it. And he said, you know, he said Ohio State's right now developed better, you know, the recruiting's better, you know, they want it more, you know, I mean, Ohio State still treats this game like it's a must win game every year. And you would not expect a team that it's won all but two games in two decades. You know, uh, yeah. basically, that the, that's what they they want the game as well, much as the other more. team. They're the hungrier team. So, and you know, coaching ability is the next thing. So, I think Ohio State beats them in coaching. I think they beat them in development. I think they beat them in recruiting, and I think they beat them in just hunger. And yep. Bobby said, until Michigan, the only chance Michigan has is they got to they got to overtake them in two of those four things. Right. And it hasn't happened yet. I don't think it's happening this year. So, I mean, they, they like, I know Michigan has had a couple top 10, top 15 recruiting classes. They line up every year though, with a less talented team against Ohio state vastly. So they're less talented and that doesn't even mean the same to them anymore. Ohio state. I mean, they want to, they want to defeat Michigan. They want to crush Michigan starting before week one. And Michigan doesn't even doesn't even seem like those guys get up to that game until the coin toss. So yeah. I just I'm not I just don't see where it's going to change. Could Michigan get like a fluke or could they get a year that, you know, they're doing really well and they beat Ohio State in a close game? Absolutely. Sure, it could happen, but there is not going to be some sustained, you know, this is going to be every other year or Michigan's going to win two, three in a row until there's some real like serious culture changes in that school. Yeah. So even if they were to get a win against Ohio state, I would project Ohio state would win the next four against them right now, because that's just, that's just how much better we are when you're that much better and the game matters to you. You're, I mean, 
You've you've seen it for eight years now. It's mm-hmm. just it's a different game. We want to beat them. And we got the tools to do it. Yeah. No, yeah. Definitely agree with that. I think uh Ohio State wins <laughs> wins comfortably. Weather could play a part in that game. Uh that's definitely we've not had a, a December twelfth game ever against Michigan. <clears throat> but I mean, we know how the day after Thanksgiving weather can be interesting at different times. But again, Ohio State hasn't it hasn't affected them so against Michigan. No, so. I'm not. I'm not scared about weather in that game. I think we'll be fine. All right, and then the final week will be the title weekend. <clears throat> they uh, we're hoping that they're playing the championship game, and uh, I think they definitely will be in a good position to be playing in the championship game. So. We'll see who that is. I think it will be either – personally, I think it's going to most likely be Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, but Minnesota and Nebraska are the next level down for me. I actually think Nebraska is going to improve a lot this year. Um, I, I It's another year at Scott Frost's system. Um, I, he's a good coach. They're Adrian passionate Martinez there. is back. I mean, They're Adrian, passionate there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Adrian so, Martinez is no slouch, so – Never did particularly yeah, so. well against Ohio State, but I mean the kid's yeah. highly recruited. He's he looks like he has you know the tools to be a good quarterback. So I think yeah I agree. I think Nebraska is going to be much improved this year. Yeah. All right. I think we'll wrap it up on that. Just wanted to do a quick uh, little show, just to break down the schedule, what we like about it. Um, I know there were some uh, some little, of course, the, the whining from up north began again about how our easy schedule well right. they said for, they said last week they were going to take it from the pre-covid 19 schedule so this was always our schedule and the, the the second schedule was always that schedule too they just added a game to it they added purdue to it they took iowa off of it now so i mean it was either going to be iowa or nebraska we weren't keeping both of them we were only keeping one of them because illinois was the road game that game was staying and well, so but I mean, you're giving Minnesota a lot of credit for one year, especially if they don't yeah. get Rashad Bateman back. And two, when you go, oh, you're not playing Iowa, you're not playing Wisconsin, you're not playing Minnesota. Well, guess what? We, we're going to play them the last week of the season. So yeah. I don't I don't get where they come off like this easy schedule because, yeah, because we don't have that crossover game. We're still playing Nebraska. I mean, we're getting one of the top four teams in the West. So I'm sorry that, you know, you get what you feel to be the top two, but Minnesota... I, Minnesota has got to do a little bit more for me, you know, sustained sustainability to be considered as high as what people, the pedestal people are putting them on. I mean, the last time Minnesota beat Ohio state, Glenn Mason was the head coach. I mean, it was back in the, it was either 99 or 2000. Like I don't, that happened. Yeah, it did. I don't. I don't remember that, was, that one. I think that was like a lot, why a lot of people wanted him to replace Cooper because he did beat Cooper once, and uh, you know Wisconsin hasn't beat us in a decade. But you know everybody's still throwing that. I mean, the last time Wisconsin beat us right. was in 2010. Uh, I mean, I'd be mean, more, more scared of Purdue. Like, Purdue right. Like, if you want to come at me and say you guys aren't playing Purdue this year or not going to Purdue, then yeah, I mean, I'll. I'll take that one. I mean, that's the team that's given us the most trouble from over there, followed by Iowa. So, yeah, yeah if you want to say those guys, because we're not playing Wisconsin, Wisconsin hasn't beat us in 10 years. Yeah. So, 
And the difference between Ohio State fans and I think the you know and Michigan fans is they like to whine and complain about it, but I'll trade Rutgers and Maryland right now for Wisconsin and right. Iowa or Wisconsin and Minnesota. Like, yeah, I know. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I love winning games. I love having the better win loss record, but. I hate having Rutgers on our schedule every year. Like that game is always so boring to me. I can never get excited for it. Like there's no intrigue to that game. There's nothing exciting about it. You know, you're going to crush that team. So that's one of the hardest games for myself, like to get pumped up for as a fan, because there's no, there's no drama to it. You have, there's only one outcome. It's just, is it, 30 points. Is it 40 points? Is it 50 points? Yeah. How bad is it going to be? You feel like you feel like you lost the game when you didn't cover the 40 points. That, right. Uh, I mean, the <laughs> really the only that's, and that's the only thing is Ohio state going to cover the spread today. That's the only thing with like, the Rutgers game. And that people act like that. That's such a big deal. It's like, well, they had a 45 point spread, but they only won by 42. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh ESPN, my God. well, Ohio state barely gets passed. <laughs> or ESPN, Ohio State loses. Well, ESPN, they, they're they notorious for this. Ohio State will beat Rutgers by 20, and, you know, Kansas will beat Rutgers by 30, and they take that as Kansas is a better team than Ohio State. I mean, yeah. they, they've done that crap for years. But yeah. so the whole thing about the, you know, the strength of schedule, to me, that's mostly bogus. So, I, I mean, I'm sorry that we're getting Illinois, but... You know, we're also traveling there late in the season. It's probably going to be pretty crappy weather. Um, and the people that say, oh, I, and I know I had said that we had talked on the last podcast that you said that Gene said the whole thing about the eye test, you know, that they're going to have to blow people out. I'm like, well, he wasn't joking. And even though I don't think he's joking, I think people need to relax a little bit on that also. Because everyone's like, oh, with that schedule, Ohio State's not going to make it unless they beat everybody by 40 points. One, they're capable of doing that. Two, I really just think, what three fourths of the game? You really just need to show control of the games. Yeah. That's it. I would say even six, six of your nine games. So two thirds of the games. I think if you show reasonable control, not even dominating, just like you constantly have like a two possession lead. I think that's enough. They'll get in the playoffs. I honestly, I, I think about it more and more. I think Ohio state, you know, even if they have one loss, I don't see them getting more than one loss, but if they're anywhere at that one to zero loss range, they're, I think they're in the playoffs as long as they have that Big Ten title. Yeah, uh, I, I think I agree with that. All right, I think we'll uh, wrap this up now. So it was a, uh, it was a fun thing. Just like I said, just wanted to throw it out there. Just get a nice little schedule review because uh, we'll probably still be a couple days until we do our next episode. But uh, so I hope everybody has a good night, uh, good rest of your weekend. Um, as we finish up the weekend, heading back up into, into the work week. Uh, I'm Mike. I'm John O-H. I-O.